and song all about drugs on the northern beaches of Sydney. The Quiet Boys run to paradise. And before that, we had the Angels. No secrets about a girl who lives in a tower armed with defences she learned from her mother and friends. But sadly, boys and girls, I've just spent the last however long those songs ran for to try and find a replacement for our booby segment. Since uh, Tumblr went weird on us. And it's not easy. Who would have thought that in this day and age, on the internet, for God's sakes, the home of all knowledge, the Google, you, you can't find a site that we can go and look at girlies' boobies and go, they're a 9 out of 10 or a 5 out of 10 or a 1 out of 10 or a 10 out of 10. If anyone knows of a site that we can go to and then uh, give that URL to the listener so that they can join in on the uh, project, then um, call NetFM on the Skype because it, I'm at a loss. I'm devastated. I just, I just cannot believe that given the abundance of that subject matter, uh, well, at least there used to be, yeah. um, what's going on with it? Is it uh, not profitable anymore or is it, are, they sh- are authorities shutting them down? I think, it's, I think it's your, your lunatic... God-bothering, anti-feminist, anti—not anti-feminist because that wouldn't be the right thing. Feminists, women that don't want to see us look at the life-giving, wonderful, nurturing goodness of jubblies. Mm. I think they want to. Yeah, that's usually the ugly ones, though. Oh God, of course. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's yeah, always the always ugly the ones. Ugly ones that always are. Yeah, that always bitch and whine that no one ever looks at them. The sort of ones that when they walk past a building site. They don't get whistled at. And then they get, you know, unhappy because some good-looking chick does, who's wearing a short skirt or whatever, and uh, they're offended by that. Because, you know, you shouldn't be um, looking or whistling because a girl can wear whatever she wants. And I agree with that. Don't get me wrong. I say a girl can wear whatever she wants and she shouldn't be sexually harassed. However, having said that, I am of the opinion that if you appreciate the view that you're looking at, you should be entitled to be able to go yeah, or but, something but appropriate. You're missing, but you've missed something as well that's important. Mm-hmm. If they decide to dress like a tart, well, of course they're going to get the whistle. Oh, yeah, but you can't say they're dressing like a tart. They're dressing for themselves and I've got no problem with that. If I happen to like what they're dressing dressed as... No. Oh, no, I don't think you can criticise girls for dressing in a particular fashion. I don't think that's yes, fair. No, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think that's unfair. So you're saying it's, it's it's engineered to get a particular response. Of course it is. And then, and they know it. Of course they do and that's the fashion industry and I accept that. If yes. you and if but if you put it out there on display because that's what you want to do, then you're perfectly entitled to do it and I'm all for it. Is that problem? I don't have a problem with that. Hmm. So I don't think you can criticise them. As long as people don't deny that what the rationale behind it is in the first place. It's not just fashion per se. It's to get a response. It's to elicit a response. That's That's true. And I don't deny that. Full stop. I don't deny that. But all I'm saying, though, is that you can't say... Well, I don't think you should say. I'm not going to say you can't say because I believe in free speech, so you can say what you damn well please as far as I'm concerned. Um, but I don't think you should say that somebody dresses as a tart 
then they, you know, are going to get whistled at. That's, I think that's a bit offside. If they want to dress as a tart, and I'm not saying that that's a word that you should use, but if they're dressing in a provocative manner to elicit a response, then good luck to them. Happy days. But they're not necessarily tarts. They might be just wanting to do that for their own self-enjoyment. And their self-enjoyment might be that they like men whistling at them or women whistling at them, if that's what turns them on. I don't know. In this day and age, I can't keep track of it all. It's also confusing. The world's changed so much, Fishy. I don't like change like that. No, it's too significantly changed. It's just confusing, as you said. Oh, I don't know. It is. It's so confusing now. There's so much... Everyone has to have a, a cause, a reason, an agenda. A, an agenda for things. And I don't see quite why everyone has to have an agenda. And as I've pointed out so often, as I get older, the less I care about things. I don't care anymore. You know, as I've said, I couldn't care less whether you marry a door. Mm. If that's what you want to do, happy days. But somebody did point out to me, in fact, just today, as a matter of fact, that if you allow... One little segment, one little group, their little rights, whatever that may be, then suddenly 6,000 trillion other little groups come out and want their little rights. Not that there's anything well, wrong with right. people having their rights. And, and suddenly. And, and you hit the nail on the head a moment ago when you said uh, you don't care if someone wants to marry a door. Now, that's okay. Mm hmm. Uh, 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 you know, I mean, uh, a door, okay, that's fine. But um, what if you have an argument with the door mm -hmm. and you slam the door? That's that's spousal abuse. That's it. Exactly. So all these little groups are going to pop up and say, well, you can't do that. Oh, absolutely. And this is, this is know, where the problem domestic, arises. That's domestic violence. That's right. That's so, exactly you know, right. The, uh, the uh, police take an AVO out against uh, the animate object mm -hmm. on behalf of the inanimate, inanimate object, object, i.e. the door, goes to court, obviously. Of course. Uh, the door has to give evidence mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. the slamming incident uh, episode. Mm -hmm. yes, incident. Mm -hmm. And uh, the court, the magistrate judge, has to then determine, based on the evidence, mm -hmm. whether the ABO should continue. Mm -hmm. Or charges should be laid. Or, well, maybe not, not charges, but, but at least with the ABO, it should, be, it should continue. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I mean, it could end up being, a, to use an unfortunate pun, an open and shut case. Well, it could well be. And it is an unfortunate pun, but, um, you know, what do you do if you're in that relationship with that door that happens to be the front door of your house and you have an AVO against you well, that's a big problem. by the door? Mm. Where do you go? How do you get out of your house? Is there some way you could make up? I think Probably. not. You have to climb out the window. I would imagine so, but then you you know, suddenly you're scraping your boot on the window and there's, um, uh, you know, GBH on the window. Yeah, and the window takes action. Exactly. Next thing you know, you're chucked out of your house by inanimate objects. But I reckon if the window decided to take action, Scotto, yeah. and it had to go to court, mm -hmm. I think the court would see through that. You think so? Yes. What about if it was um, obscure glass? Good point. Yeah, see, you hadn't you thought that one through, had you? I'm actually giving great consideration when the uh, SSM is finally determined one way or the other, assuming it's 
determined in the positive for the SSM side. Same-sex marriage you're referring to. That's the one. For the listener who's a moron. For the listener who's a moron. I'm actually considering, because uh, the GF and I were talking about this the other day. Right. Now, whilst we technically, possibly, would be construed as a de facto couple... Because of the circumstances surrounding our de facto-estness, I would suggest that we would be in the same position as the LGBTQIUWXYZ crowd. In what way? Well, because we wouldn't have the same rights. We don't have the same marital rights as a married couple. So if, for argument's sake, I fractured my eyelash during AP and the Arvo one day and was rushed to hospital... And the GF came along and they said, are you a relative as such? She would have to go, well, no, I'm not. Next thing you know, Slugette would turn up and pull the plug on the life support system that I've got. Right. Regardless of what my de facto slash defecto, you know, semi-de facto partner said, because we aren't married... And we're not really, because we live separately and live separate lives and are independent, blah, 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 basically because we're just dating, the GF would have no rights. And I think this needs to be tested in court. Now, I don't think I'm prepared to um, have the plug pulled on me to test it in court, frankly. I think that would be a bit of a rash statement. You you want someone else to go through that process. But but this is one of the main gripes of your um, LGBTQIUWXYZ groups that they don't have that right. Uh, And so if um, they're not a married couple and Brian is in the hospital and he's got a slug head similar to I do, then Wooshka, the plug's pulled because she's family. Now, sure, you could just lie. The the LGBTIQXYZABCDEFG are uh, uh, then arguing that they should be entitled to marry each other so they could have those rights. Correct. So they can have the same rights as a heterosexual couple. Correct. Correct. But they are also prepared to uh, go through uh, the terrible process... Um, if it should come to that, of the divorce where they end up being cleaned out uh, by their other partner. Yes. Uh, where the other partner goes to court and lies about their relationship. And oh, absolutely. And lies about money and yep. lies about whatever. Yes. And uh, so they're prepared to risk all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, go through what everyone else goes through. Correct. Um, for the sake of um, pulling the plug on someone. Well, this is right. But this is the whole point, is that they want to have those same rights, so they want to be able to be as miserable and as unhappy and yep. as depressed and as suicidal well, as a heterosexual couple. They should be given those rights then. This is the whole argument, you see. This is, this is the point of the whole SSM debate, is that they want those rights to be as miserable and depressed and unhappy as anyone else, or happy, whichever the case may be. In the event thereof, but given that 50% of marriages fail, then they want to have those same rights as, as, as uh, heterosexual people. And as far as I'm concerned, they can have them. Good luck to yep. them. Yep. They have as much right to be as miserable and depressed yep. at some and future date as anyone and else. And sh- after the rights have been bestowed, they shouldn't complain about it. Absolutely not. 
Absolutely not. But they will. Oh, well, you know, heterosexual couples do, and, and you know, it'll get bitter, and the kiddies will be involved that they've they've got from wherever and however, and, you know, that even makes it more ugly, and then, you know... I mean, I don't think that when they, the, the, the greeting card people, the Hallmark people, really came up with the whole concept of same-sex marriage, which, of course, as we all know, and I've you know, described this before, <coughs> excuse me, was when they were at a convention one time and card sales were, were, were declining um, and all the, the, you know, the card shops and the people that were involved in the card industry, you know, they'd done Halloween, bloody... Father's Day, Mother's Day, Uncle's Day, Bloody Cousin's Days and everything else. And they're all going, Jesus Christ, sales are still declining. What can we do? And the, the Hallmark people came up and said, hey, we've got an idea. Same-sex marriage. Huge, big gay population. Because the way you, you, would, you would read about it, uh, between your, 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 your homosexual people, that's why you're, you're gay and lesbians, or as we now call them, LGBTQIUWXYZs, <coughs> and your transgenders... Must equate to, I would imagine, about 50% of the population, judging by the amount of media attention, column inches, TV coverage, and all the rest of it that it gets nowadays. So it must be about 50%. So there's this 50% market that Hallmark suddenly realised was available and realised that they could get... Um, and, and, and the whole wedding industry, of course, because, you know, they've, they've, uh, they've got the bridal party, they've got the shower, yeah. they've got the gender reveal, they've got the bloody wedding, the, the photographer, cars, all that. And, and, you know, gay people, they do love to be very flashy with all that sort of stuff, so it's a huge potential industry, and especially now that it is somewhere around 50% of the population, we believe. So, you know, it's, it's massive, massive stuff. Uh, but I think, you know, after that, then they will move on to inanimate, inanimate objects. And, and I say good luck to them. If that's what, if you want to go and marry a door or a speaker or a bloody iPhone or something, you should have the right. Yeah. I go for something portable. Would you? Yeah. What, like an a iPhone? Door, a, a door's a bit hard to sort of carry around or, or to be seen with. Oh, yeah, but I think eventually it'll be accepted. An iPhone would be good. Oh, yeah, but I mean, what sort of a life does an iPhone have? They bring out a new one every, what, 12 months? Yeah, you'd be, you'd be constantly upgrading. You'd be upgrading. Trade, and next, trading up. And that's right, you'd be trading up, and next thing you know, you're, you're down at the pub with iPhone 7, and uh, where's iPhone 6? It's sitting in the corner crying its, hide, its eyes out. Yeah. Next thing you know, it's in uh, therapy. Uh, iPhone 6 is crying its eyes out with iPhone 4. Exactly. And five, It'll be slightly smaller. Oh, of course. I mean, it's you know, it's got size issues for a start. Shit. I mean, it's going to be in therapy for years. So I, I don't know. It's just such a complicated issue. The whole the whole human species with the inanimate objects are going to become such a complex issue that the therapy industry is just going to go apeshit. I mean, I wouldn't be at all surprised if Apple and also. Um, Android and Google phone people, all the all the, the little pointy heads that are in those offices, are currently working on some kind of therapeutic system for the inanimate object, big or small. Well, I think you're right. I think you know, like when you have a war, um, the war creates a lot of inventions. You know, it's the mother of invention almost. It is. It's it, 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 there's a necessity for the invention, mm-hmm. but. Um, 
I think what will probably happen is, uh, you're right, the little pointy heads will be thinking, oh, how can we improve this, this inanimate object? For example, let's say someone wants to marry their uh, clock radio. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's next to them yep. on the bedside table. Spends a lot of time, eight hours a day with them. Yeah, exactly. Now, the biggest problem is going to be is providing constant power to that radio because once you unplug it, so if you want to take the radio out to the drive-in or yep. to, to the shops or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, you need to keep power going through it. So, you do. Again, necessity being the mother of invention, uh, there would be all the pointy heads uh, putting all their resources into developing a way of providing power, constant power, um, no matter where the clock radio has to go. I wonder, though, that if you unplug the clock, the, the clock radio next to the bed... Are you, in fact, committing spousal abuse and murder? Mm. Because, you know, once you've unplugged it, it's dead. Well, it's certainly in a coma. It's not well. It could be clockicide. Exactly. You've committed clockicide. And I just don't think that's going to go over well. I mean, I don't know whether anyone's thought of all these things. Or technically, because it's also a radio, it could be radio-side. And they'd have to be very careful which charge they pick because it could get thrown out of court. Could be. So maybe they could develop you know, new laws, radio clock or clock radio side. I think they'd have to. And, and of course, legislation is always far behind society itself. So it's going to be always. you know 10 or 20 years before the legislatives, the legislatures, uh, you know, catch up with the system. And in that meantime, there is just going to be a pile of unwanted devices and objects mm. begging begging and, and, and the types of objects for therapy around they're so different I mean a lawnmower compared to a clock radio compared to a shaver oh and I know yeah. that there's, it's a fact that there's people out there to this day right this minute that are in fact having wedding ceremonies with inanimate objects mm. it's true it's on the internet you to go to the YouTube go to the Google they're there Yep, yep, people yep. marrying their chairs, yeah. people marrying their toilets, and a variety of other things. It's just, I don't know, it's, I just don't know where save, it's going to end. They could save a lot of money on the wedding if, if, if the chair's the inanimate object, because they could invite all the family chairs to, to come along, and they'd save a lot of uh, time on the other other party's side, the groom, let's say, the, hum, the, the human side, because mm-hmm. they've got something to sit on. Oh, again, spousal abuse, friendly abuse, GBH. It imagine, opens up a legal dilemma, doesn't it? It does, because you would imagine that once uh, they crack down on um, uh, those ambulance-chasing, sue, fleece them and run type uh, lawyers, of which, especially in America, advertise uh, every ad break... Um, then you know they're going to have to have something to do. Uh, so they're going to be suddenly, uh, hi, I'm Brian from Sue Fleece and the Moon Run. Are you a chair that's been sat on at a friend's wedding? Was the person who sat on you overweight? Have you been abused? Come into our office and we will win your case. We will sue and we will win. And somebody would do it. Somebody would lob the chair in, a relative... A human relative would lob that chair into the law office and next thing you know, the, the bloody chair's in the witness dock, being cross-examined. 
You wouldn't have a leg to stand on. I would hope not. I would certainly hope not. I don't know, it's just getting so confusing. Fishing, my head's starting to hurt now. AP, APS text, a door would be a bit boring, thick as two planks, and a partner gets Alzheimer's, the backup battery goes flat. Ah, it's not a good look. That's not a good look because, you know, then you've got neglect. You've got neglect of your spouse. You yes. should have allowed to um, have someone to back up. It could be the, the charge would be assault and battery. Yes, it would be. Listener, you just, you know, you, you're not thinking of all these things. Sure, go ahead and vote yes or whatever it is, you know, whatever you want to do for your SSMs and so on and so forth. But just think of the consequences that will follow through from that. That's it. Just extrapolate. Extrapolate to the farthest degree that you can possibly think of and you will come up with something that's just very, very, very bad. My brain's hurting fishy. I'm going to go and have a ciggy and another rum. In the meantime, we'll listen to a little bit of heart. Some great guitar here. Crazy on you. The Vital Lounge. (laughs) 